Hey everyone, it's Lily. So, um, definitely was so not expecting, um, you know, as many of you to be, ex- like, um, excited as you were, I guess, because, like, I have been wanting to do this for a while now. I was just always really scared of, you know, like, people not wanting to listen to what I, you know, do. Um, and, like, I haven't been, like, scared of that, so that's why, um, I'm doing it finally now. Um, so a lot of you guys, well, not a lot, six people, but hey, six is more than zero. Um, so those six people who, like, filled out my form, you guys are going to be the center of, um, this week's episode. Um, so basically a, um, actually let's backtrack. I'm sitting here. Actually, I'm not even sitting. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, a sweatpant, and sweatpants, and I'm doing my week and a half old laundry that's been sitting on my floor. And I know a lot more people can relate to that than just myself. But um, yeah, so that's what we're doing while I'm going to be talking about this. So first order of business, (sighs) let's take a deep breath. Let's just get centered and ready to spill. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so a lot of you guys wanted me to do like a euphoria episode review or like overview of like what the new episode of the week is about. And I'm totally for it. I didn't even think about that when I was, you know, making this. Um, so that's why, um, for the first like upcoming part of this podcast, um, release nights are going to be on Mondays. I don't really, like, have an exact set time, which, I mean, I think is okay, but we're just going to do Monday nights, so, you know, set your alarms, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, All right, let's get started. This week's episode of Euphoria, it literally made me speechless. I watched it um, last night, um, like, right when it was released, and it was... Oh my gosh, it was mind-blowing. Zendaya's acting in that was phenomenal. Like, I haven't seen an actor or actress act like she has um, in a really long time. I like to think of Zendaya as a um, method actor. And if you don't know what that is, it's somebody who, like, does extensive research about, you know, that character and what their problems are, who they are, and they just, like, turn themselves into that person. And I think that's what really makes, um, like, that's what really is, like, the difference between a good actor and actress is the people who care so much to, like, learn about that character and become them. Um, so she definitely did that for this episode, and it was very emotional. Like, I found myself crying, bawling, you know. It was just a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um... I have been on social media lately, you know, um, seeing, you know, people's different opinions about it. And one of the big ones I was seeing was that people were upset at Elliot for telling Jules um, about Rue's um, relapse. Um, And, oh gosh, by the way, there's going to be spoilers because I can't really do, like, an honest review if there's, if I don't talk about, like, what exactly was happening. So... Yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it because it's so good. Okay, anyways, back to our regular programming. Um, But, you know, my personal opinion on that is, 
you know, if I were the significant other of somebody who was, you know, recovering from addiction, you know, things like that, I would want to be told, you know, like, I feel like it is my place. Like, if they want me in their life, they have to, you know, make the healthy choice and things like that. And I don't know, maybe a lot of people will disagree with that. My mic got covered. Sorry, guys. I think a lot of people will disagree with that because, you know, it's a sensitive, like, you know, people think that their business is their business only, but I don't think people like that understand how much their actions, you know, affect their loved ones or people who care about them. So I am personally, I thought that what, um, Elliot did, you know, was, was good, um, Definitely think the situation between Jules and Elliot is a little weird because it's like, you know, you like her girlfriend, but then, you know, you're kind of messing around with the other girlfriend. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of confusing, honestly, but like, um, yeah, I really I really think it was good of Elliot to, you know, tell um tell Jules about that do I think that the way they went about it was you know perfect no I mean you always make mistakes in things like this you know um I've definitely had family members who have struggled with addiction and things like that so um I know it can be you know a little difficult you know trying to tell the truth about you know things that you know that other people don't know and I think that you just need to remember that you're doing it out of love um that you're doing it for the better the betterment of the person um things like that you know just knowing that you have the right purpose of doing what you're doing and if you don't then you know that's a that's a whole different topic um so yeah the way that Rue responded is definitely what should have been expected of somebody who has been on drugs and heavily relied on them, you know, um, for every, I mean, emotion, experience, you know, things like that. Half of the time when Rue was with Jules, she was high as a kite. So, I mean, maybe Rue's feelings for Jules were not, like, 100% there because, you know, those feelings did come from... um like, she was high. There was, like, she wasn't sober, you know. I mean, she was sober um, in the first season, and then when Jules left, it, like, triggered everything. So the fact that when Rue, like, threw that back in her face, I mean, I definitely think, you know, um, she was in the right there. The way she did it, I don't necessarily think was right because, you know, the way she said things was was very hurtful, but... Like I said, people who are addict, like have addictiveness like that and struggle from the illness, they will react like that when they don't have that desired need. Um, the whole Maddie, Cassie, Nate situation, you know, a lot of people hate Cassie because they just love Maddie so much for like, um, like her vibe, I guess you could say. But honestly... I don't hate Cassie, you know. Do I think Nate Jacobs is a really bad person? Well, that could be, I mean, 
a bit more dissected. Like it can't just be one-sided because there's a lot of factors that go into the reasons on why he does what he does, if you get what I'm saying. Um, overall, I think he's a very troubled person who has never been able to, you know, feel the way he feels um, and things like that because of fear of his father. And I mean, his dad, Jesus was a whole nother story as well. That was intense. That episode was um, pretty, pretty intense too. But I definitely still like, I have always been a liker of Cassie. I just feel like I kind of relate with her in a way. I mean, not completely, if you know what I'm saying. But like her, the way she thinks and stuff, I definitely um, kind of relate with that. So I find it easier to, you know, like her and things like that. Um, so like Maddie and Nate's relationship is what I would call capital T toxic. Um, the way, you know, Nate would, you know, like the way Nate would, you know, handle certain problems with Maddie or even, you know, um, like the way he would get physical with her. Um, you know, even in the first episode, they talked about, um, you know, how he knew what his relationship would be like with Maddie as much as he loved her, like she brought out the worst in him. And it's still kind of like unknown as to why that is. But I mean, I guess it's not like a need to know kind of situation. But with Cassie, he said he can just see a future with her the way he brings out the kindness in him. Um, you know, like, the good qualities of him, but the problem is, is from last season, Maddie has that tape of Jules and Nate's dad, Cal, so, like, my, like, my, like, big question, I guess, is, like, is the reason he's pushing so hard to be back with her is to build that connection again so he can protect his dad and, you know, get that back from her, or is it, like, real? So, I mean, we're only in the fifth episode, so I guess time will tell. But, you know, that's a really big um, sort of, like, you know, speculation going around. Um, Also, little side note, I'm a big nerd when it comes to, like, fandoms, I guess. So, I have Twitter, you know, for that reason. So, like, when people do, like, their own theories and stuff, you know, like, I read it on um, Twitter. And a lot of people come up with crazy things. So it's kind of like, did you even watch what happened before? And like, or maybe I'm just like a very like in detail person. So I like pay attention to those small things that maybe a regular person wouldn't notice. But um, yeah, that's definitely um, a big thing. Okay, back to main topic. Um, So I think the way Nate feels, he thinks that you know, he doesn't deserve, you know, to, um, have that kindness and love that Cassie would give him because he feels like if he's done all these bad things, he, like, there's no redemption for him. Like, he's just always going to be like that. And, you know, you know, that big thing with, like, his dad and Maddie, and that's why he's going back to her. But also, I mean, I guess that was, like, his first love or whatever. So, there's that connection there that will never be broken. That's just what happens when, you know, you have your first love. Um, but he knows that Cassie is what he needs in his life. But Cassie, like, 
she's obsessed with being loved, you know, maybe not her finding love herself, but, you know, just being loved by someone and, um, you know, having that, um, having that person who, you know, is just, you want to please and stuff like that, you know, um, there are like, gosh, I can't remember how many exactly, five or seven, um, like love languages. And one of them is, um, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? It's like gift giving or something like that, or special, um, special things for someone. And that's what Maddie is. Like, that's how she shows her love is, you know, giving them things or, you know, doing something special for them. And, you know, that's what she feels like with Nate. And it's just, it's a lot deeper than I think people understand because those types of situations are really hard because you have known him, you know, for as long as he's been with Maddie because Maddie was her best friend, you know. And then, you know, Maddie finds out. And Maddie is a very aggressive person, you know. That's just who she is. She's very independent, confident, um, you know, aggressive, protective, you know. She's just literally, if you think of a perfect businesswoman who, like, owns the business, runs the business. Gosh, you know what Maddie reminds me of? She makes me think of, like, a Italian drug lord, like, but instead of a man, it's a woman. That's who Maddie, like, she's, like, gives off that vibe. <laughs> LOL. Um, so, like, it's really complicated. I feel like, you know, everybody should be allowed to have their own opinion, you know, with saying, like, not about anything. But um, I definitely think, you know, I'm not mad at Cassie. They were broken up. I mean... They were, they were not officially together. I mean, the concept or the idea that, you know, that is her best friend, that is very true. But, you know, if that's her real best friend, her best friend would be happy for her if she's happy, you know. I mean, I really definitely think Cassie should have told Maddie herself, you know, and them had a really, like, good and, like, um, deep conversation about it, you know. Say, like, I'll give you, like, a real-life example with me. Like, say I have a boyfriend. We've been together, I don't know, a year or so, okay? We break up. It's been really hard on me. Um, Like, we weren't the best for each other. It was a very toxic relationship, you know? A lot of fighting, arguments, um, stuff like that. I have a best friend who's been through it all with me, you know? And she's been there on both sides. So I know that they have a connection, but it's friendship, you know, and she never crossed the line like when we were dating, okay? We break up. They start to hang out more because, you know, he's just as hurt as I am, okay? Um, But then, you know, things start to get a little bit more serious with them. And, um, you know, she comes to me and she comes to me and we talk about it. Like, we talk for a long time about it, you know? I want to hear everything she has to say. I'm not going to be, you know, intrusive or, like, aggressive towards her. But also, that's just who I am. You know, like, Maddie is a very, like, like I said, Italian drug lord woman. Like, that's literally who she is. So, it is, gosh, it's really up to just opinion. It really comes down to it. And honestly, I don't think Cassie was in the wrong 
Like I said before with Rue, did she go about things the wrong way? Yes. But also, like I said, everybody makes mistakes, you know? You always wish that if you could go back in time to do something different, um, things like that. Also, um, (sighs) did we ever, like, find out what happened with the guy who Maddie, like, um, lied about sexually assaulting her? I can't remember. That's so off topic. My bad, guys. Um, so moving on, you know what? I'm actually, I'm going to pull up the form to see exactly what this person asked. Um, Honestly, favorite character right now, definitely Fez. I've been a Fez stan since day one, guys. Like, when I first started Euphoria, Fez was my number one. Like, he's just lit. He keeps, like, like, when things get hard, he just brings that, like, perfect timed comedy. Like, in this last episode, when Rue was, like, freaking, um, withdrawing so bad. And he's, like, do you need, like, a Pepto-Bismol? Like, that was perfectly timed, dude. Like, come on, that was so funny. <laughs> so, I just love, love, love Fez. I also really like Elliot, you know. Um, like I said, I'm totally, like, I was for it when he told Jules. Um, and um, I just overall liked him since the beginning. I mean, okay, he's a druggie too, but I mean... You do you, boo. You know, as long as you're not trying to kill yourself like poor Rue is, it doesn't bother me. Actually, I'm lying. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs, kids. But, no, I'm gonna leave with that. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. But I like Elliot. I think he has a good a good heart. He's just influenced by the wrong things sometimes, you know. Um, definitely, 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 Jules is going down on my list. I don't know. She's just... She's kind of changed since the first season, and I'm not sure, you know, that, that, like, relationship with, um, herself, she definitely needs to work on it, but, I mean, overall, I, I just, she's kind of, like, declining on my list, and also, I want, like, Lexi to do a little more. But I also understand that, you know, it's just the fifth episode. I'm pretty sure there's going to be eight episodes, like, season one. And, you know, dude, we haven't seen anything from Kat in a hot second. Like, what's her relationship with Ethan? Is she still doing that, like, kitty cat thing? I don't even know. But, um, yeah. So, I'm going to do, like, an like a rating out of ten for the episode of the week from euphoria and this one i give a nine you know just based on zendaya's acting like that's what sold it for me was how like moving and how realistic she was acting out this you know druggy and stuff like that so i you know love her for that okay so since we you know talked about our euphoria had our little bit of overview done from it um i'm gonna get into like a little bit of um you know, talking about my life and what, you know, I'm doing right now, because that was one of the questions I was asked. Um, So I was living in Arkansas um, for about eight years, I think now. 
Um, and I recently just moved to Texas because my uncle got deployed and he's currently, you know, fighting in the Russia and Ukraine, you know, little situation going on over there. Um, so basically he and my aunt, they have two little girls. One is, um, five. She turned six in April and she has, she's special needs. She has cerebral palsy. So she has a, um, really bad form of it. Um, she can't talk. She can't walk. She can't eat by herself. You know, she's basically still like a baby. Like I got to carry her everywhere, feed her, bathe her, you know, clothe her, change her diaper, things like that. Um, but I mean, golly, that, that little girl is the light of my life. You know, I see her and all her struggles and it makes me just like think about, um, you know, how little my problems are compared to hers. And she just makes me so grateful for the life that I have and so grateful for her because, you know, when she was one, we almost lost her to, um, um, the, an upper respiratory infection because, you know, she's not as healthy as a regular little kid is. So something got in there and it really hurt her and she was on oxygen for, about a year, um, and she's just been through so much, and she's so strong, and she just makes me want to be a better person, and, you know, make a difference in the world, and she was the reason, actually, in eighth grade, I was a teacher's assistant in the special education classroom at my middle school, and I was, um, I would, like, go in there every day with the kids, and I'd help them do their homework, I'd help them play with toys, I'd read them stories, you know, watch videos with them, and just, like, be with them, you know, be their friend, and I really loved those kids, and I still keep, like, in contact with them, and I go and see them at school when I can, um, you know, with COVID, I can't, you know, just openly go in there, because, you know, it's just school rules like that, but I, um, gosh, I'm going to get teary-eyed just thinking about it. Just kids like that, you know, because of Isabel. um, That's her name, by the way, Isabel. Um, She just really makes me grateful for for life and for her. Um, And after Isabel, about four years after Isabel, there was this lovely little twerp born um, right in the middle of COVID. I mean, smack dab right in the middle of it. Um, it was about one month after we went into complete lockdown. April 21st, Raina was born and I was there while she, I was there when she was born. Um, my mom and Drake, my brother, um, and I were staying down there for a while, you know, to just help out cause she was about to pop and she had the baby and, you know, I was there while Raina was born, and I've literally been there for Raina's entire life, basically, which is kind of funny to me, because I'm 17 years old, and I feel like I've, I feel like she's my own child, even though she's not, but I just feel like she is. <laughs> it's kind of funny. She, um, my name's Lily, right? She calls me Yeye, because she can't pronounce her L's, and golly, she's so cute. She's so tiny, too. She's like, short and stumpy she kind of looks like um my uncle hates when people call her this but she looks like a little Danny DeVito (laughs) but a girl version gosh she's so funny she like when she gets mad at me she'll be like yeah yeah he's not nice and it's oh it's so cute I'll have to like insert a little clip of her saying it it's so funny 
But anyways, when she was born, um, I think that's what really, um, you know, brought um, light into Isabel's life. Like, Isabel, she may not be able to, you know, express what she's saying, but that little kid is so, so smart. She understands, but she just can't process it, if that makes sense, you know. If anybody who's listening, you know, has somebody in their family with special needs, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Like, what I'm talking about, like, um, you know, feelings that revolve around them or, you know, things that you do for them. Um, oh, gosh, the yawns. Ooh, <laughs> So... When Raina was born, Isabel was very, like, interested in her. She was, like, didn't understand that there was this, like, little human, like, that her mommy was holding and stuff like that. And she wanted to, you know, touch her all the time and things like that. Well, Raina's getting older, you know, crawling around and, you know, Isabel's seeing that. So she's seeing all that movement and her being around it 24-7 kind of helped her brain, you know, like, form that sort of um, connection So she started moving around a little bit more. So she doesn't crawl or walk or anything, but she kind of bunny hops. So if you, like, put her on one side of the room, she'll bunny hop to, like, a toy or something. And she'll just lay on the floor and play with it. Um, So that was, that's, like, really, um, like, a really big step towards her um, growth um, mentally and physically. And... Um, her little sister, Raina, um, I'm saying um so much, I'm so sorry, but like I said, this is raw, and it's coming straight from my mind, I haven't written it out or anything, so, you know, we're, we're just gonna roll with it. So, we're like, I'm on month two, I think, since I've been here. I moved here, gosh, it was like the end of... Right before Christmas, yeah, right before Christmas, and then I came back for about a week to, you know, do finals at school until I got switched over to online, um, but, you know, life, life here is a lot different, I feel like I've been, like, kind of put into, like, mom mode, so, like, (laughs) Lily, 17-year-old mom, so when I take the girls to, like, school or something like that, all the teachers or the daycare workers think I'm the mom, and I, like, have to tell them, like, whoa, guys, like, I'm just the cousin, basically the sister, but, you know, if we're getting technical, just the cousin, and they're like, no way, you, like, look like their mom so much, that's also a crazy thing, is, um, my Aunt Rachel and I look so much alike, we have the exact same nose, and it's just crazy. I promise I'm my mother's child, but you know, they are blood related, so we kind of look alike too. Um but yeah, um you know, I make dinner, I clean, I ha- I mean, I have my own room here and it's really fun. Like I kind of have like my earthy stuff and my plants and my crystals and stuff like that. Um but yeah, you know, I have always struggled with being unmotivated, but I guess since moving here, because I know that I'm needed, I've kind of, you know, had to step up and, you know, get out of that mindset, and that's what's caused me to, you know, start my fitness journey. I was also seeing it uh, a lot on TikTok, so that's kind of what pushed me towards it, too, because I was like, oh, those girls look so good, and it wasn't like a envy sort of thing. It was kind of like, 
inspiration. I was like, wow, they're so inspiring. Like, if she can do it, like, I can do it. So that's been, like, my main thought with everything. So um, I'm really excited to see what I can do for myself. You know, I'm getting to a good place, you know. I might have, you know, a little bit of pharmaceutical help, and I'm not afraid to say that. I am on um, anti-anxiety and depression pills, and also I struggle from really, really, really bad insomnia, so I have sleeping pills as well. Um, So, you know, I'm trying to get to a place where I can, you know, use more of earthy healing matters instead of pharmaceuticals but you know if I need to do that for right now that's what I'm gonna do to you know make myself the better person um (laughs) so I think I'm done for today's episode but you know I was on the phone with my mom and my dad dad and um he was like you know you should like close out your podcast with like words of wisdom or something like that so we're gonna call it woad Oh my God, never mind. That doesn't even make sense. So my words of wisdom today based on this episode is do what you need to do for yourself. You know, like whatever it is you need to do, just do it for yourself because in the end, you're going to have yourself. And, you know, that's the only thing that matters is being that best person for yourself. Kind of reminds me there's a train going around called, you know, being that girl or whatever. And it's like, you know, just living up to your like most healthy well-being, like your healthy emotional stability, things like that. Um, and, you know, that's just what I want for my future. I just want to be very stable and, you know, be the best version of myself that I can be. So. All right, guys, I hope, I hope, I hope you all enjoyed this. It's a little chaotic, I know, for it being like my first ever episode. I'm proud of the way it turned out. So, you know, like I said, you guys fill out that form. Um, um, I put in like a request to have it put on Apple Music, or not Apple Music, God, Apple um, Podcasts. So it, it's available on Spotify, I know that for sure, and I'm trying to get it put on Apple Podcasts, but for right now, if you download the Anchor app, like, it doesn't cost anything, you just will be able to listen to it on there, and, um, you know, I'm trying to get at least 50 listeners within, like, the first few months of me doing this, but, um, yeah, like I said, you guys let me know what you think, okay, and remember, do whatever it is you need to do for yourself, that's what I'm gonna leave you guys with, All right. Toodles.